Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, let's go, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the 25th day of March, 2022. We made it through another week, baby. God, March is almost over, pal. God damn. Like it or not, here comes April and spring and all that that comes with it. Uh, I can already temperatures. uh, Yes, uh, it's definitely was uh, yesterday was a beautiful day. Yeah, Uh, absolutely gorgeous out there, and hopefully more of that to come for sure. But it also means that allergy season is getting ready to be in full swing, and I can already feel it. Like when I woke up this morning, I was like, "Ugh, no, thank you." You can feel it in the air. Yep, yep. Uh, I it's been uh, one of those things where it's been a week with allergies for me, so I can tell it's going to be a rough, rough go of it this year, but. Listen, man, it's nothing new, unfortunately. As somebody who has seasonal allergies, I'm I'm used to it, but doesn't mean I have to like it, does it? Yeah, no. Should, uh, I mean, I take an allergy pill every day. I hate it. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's not working for you then. No, no, it does, but, it, 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 you know, in the morning when it wears off is when it's the most, like when I first wake up, it, that's when it's the most impactful. Throughout the rest of the day, I'm okay. All right. But, yeah, in the mornings, I'm not a real big fan of when it comes to until the allergy pill of the medicine starts to take place right then i start to feel okay but we'll battle through and that's what we like to do and today is a big day when it comes to guests brent smith from shinedown going to be joining us on the show we are very excited for that that's going to happen in the seven o'clock hour eight o'clock hour we're going to talk about the lounge at the end of the universe sarah Rafael is coming in here along with modak we're going to talk a little bit about some cool things of course they're kind of what did i say moon deck i don't know what you said no I don't, I don't think there's an end in there at all buddy i think you need to look that up but uh, she said. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, maybe she's wrong. Or maybe you heard her wrong. But we also have ourselves like an opportunity to take a little bit of a break at the lounge for Tree Fort, which is happening this weekend. But next weekend is a very big one out there. So that should be cool. I'm excited for that. As, uh, you know, we have somebody filming an actual comedy special at the Lounge at the End of the Universe. Crazy, man. That's awesome. It is. It's very cool. Plus, we also have your chance to win some tickets to the sold-out show tonight with... Ice Nine Kills, Black Veil Brides, Motionless and White. We got some news. Ice Nine Kills had to cancel their X session today. That happens from time to time, but, you know, Spencer wants to save his voice for the show, and the show's more important than what we have to do promotionally, Big J. Yeah. And we want to make sure everybody's happy, especially considering it's sold out. So that's going to be happening on the show. It should be a good one. We have some music for you to kick things off. It's Green Day here on The Morning After on the X Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Pop quiz, my friend. What do you, Big J, and local tech giant Micron have in common? Uh, my brother-in-law worked there for 30 years. All right, that sounds like something that your brother-in-law and but Micron But he's my brother-in-law. Yeah. So but Micron doesn't from... work for your brother-in-law. That would be something you no, have in common. but he worked there, so that's in common. Well, that's something that you you have a connection Listen, to. Listen, you didn't expect me to say that, and that's the point here. Well, I suppose technically that counts. But I'm thinking something on a grander scale. I don't know. 
Uh, you both are making the push towards solar energy. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. Uh, this week, Idaho Power and Micron announced that they are building together a new 40-megawatt solar energy project to help uh, transfer over some of Micron's basis of power to solar energy themselves. This is an effort for Micron to put together basically their 100% renewable energy plan by the end of 2025. They announced that a couple of months ago, and so this is the beginning of it. It will be located near their corporate headquarters in southeast Boise, although the site is mostly home to R&D right now. Apparently, the site is uh, running in the running for a fabrication facility as the company tries to build up its United States operations, so that's kind of cool. Do you have any details as to when your solo project begins? No. You're not in the loop on that. Well, I'm, we, you know, waiting submitted permits and stuff. That takes time. Permitting. So, uh, yeah, I'm guessing that that's the same thing. No timetable on when that construction is supposed to begin, but they announced that it's going to happen. Well, some high seeds fell yesterday in the Sweet 16 as it got started on the men's side of the bracket. Number one seed Gonzaga, number one seed Arizona, both upset as the first half of the Sweet 16 games were played last night. Number four, Arkansas beat Gonzaga 74-68. Arizona was beat even more handily by number five, Houston, 72-70. They will move on to the Elite Eight. Villanova, that's the number two seed. They beat Michigan, and then Duke topped Texas Tech. 78-73, 78-73, so Coach K's farewell tour marches on. The other half of the Sweet 16 will be well, played tonight. But that's going to ruin a bunch of brackets. I'm guessing they're already toast. Like, a lot of people go chalk, and chalk just has not been the way this tournament has gone uh, for the last couple years, if we're being honest. And so it's been tough. Yeah, I mean, before the first weekend was done, they're already, like, in the ESPN Challenge where there's millions of brackets. There was no perfect record. Damn. So, I mean, it was done early this year, for sure. Uh, but the uh, fun continues all weekend long. You'll have a final four set before the weekend is out, in case you're curious. Big J, you just heard from the Foo Fighters, and it's a pretty big day for Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters because the music from his fictional thrash band, Dream Widow, is going to be releasing a digital EP today. Now, uh, for those of you who aren't familiar, that's kind of like the uh, the metal band that is featured in the movie Studio 666, which came out not too long ago. 666! And uh, it's kind of part of the horror comedy that he put together. Well, in order to prepare the movie, he decided to kind of create another thrash metal band called Dream Widow, and now they're going to release the music for it. So that's kind of cool. Uh, Of course, uh, this isn't the first time Dave Grohl has dipped his toes into the world of metal. Back in 2004, he did a little project called Probot, and he told us a while back that he's always been kind of attracted to that particular sound in that particular type of band. All of this music had that passion and aggression and power and energy of the punk rock and the hardcore, but it was the musicality was more established and the the songs were songs and it was really interesting and it had that power and vibe but it was more sinister and kind of dark and so I just started buying as many of these records as I could find so I guess he's a fan Nick the songs were songs the songs were songs not like they are now what a BS answer. Uh, and so Jeez. if you are a fan of Dave Grohl or that type of music, you may want to check it out again. It's only available digitally. You're not going to be able to uh, pick it up anywhere, at least not yet. That is Sublime. That is Santeria here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. I'm going out on a limb, Big J. I'm guessing that you will watch exactly zero seconds of the Oscars telecast this weekend. Is that correct? Probably along with most people. Uh, yeah, and, you know, they're trying real hard to fix it. But I don't think 
that they're doing it the right way. Like, one of the things that they are doing is they have eliminated about eight categories from being televised. Most of it behind-the-scenes kind of stuff. The special effects, visual effects, that kind of stuff uh, has been kind of moved away from the telecast to shorten it because the people that put on the Oscars think that people aren't tuning in because it's too long. And I don't think that's the case. I think if you're an Oscar fan that you're going to tune in no matter what. But the other side of it is, the other argument is they don't recognize the more popular movies. But I am going to make a case against that anyway. And the answer is, Big J, you wouldn't tune in even if Spider-Man was nominated for the Best Picture. No, I absolutely would. But I don't believe that. Well, you're wrong. Because I totally would. But if there were more uh, movies that I was interested in that was a part of the Oscars, I would, of course, watch the Oscars. But just like I used to when I was younger, there were plenty of movies that I were it was interested in that were on the Oscars. Unforgiven, Pulp Fiction. I mean, yeah, sure. Watch the Oscars all the time as a kid. But like as an adult, have you? Because I mean, the last couple years they've certainly brought to light movies that you've enjoyed and that you watch. Yeah, but but not enough. They're all like uh, you know lip service. Well, well, that's exactly what Spider Man would be. It's not going to win. It would just be nominated. Should be. It should be thought of as a great film. Uh, well, I don't think anybody's disputing that it's a great film, but whether or not it's the the best picture of the year, I guess, is where the Oscars come in. And again, you got to remember who's voting for these particular things. I guess my point is, you know, uh, did you tune in when when Heath Ledger won the Best Actor award? Yes, I did. Did you? Uh, then who gave the speech? I don't remember. I can barely remember. Like, why would I remember that? Well, because it was a pretty big moment. Well, I mean, it, it was, was a comic book character winning an Oscar award, and like nine he, years ago, he was, uh, you know, pop- I'm sorry, I don't remember who gave his speech. At the Oscars. Uh, it was his then wife. It was Michelle Williams. But uh, on top of that, you you also have had you know he, Joaquin Phoenix was nominated for the Joker. Did you tune in for that? Yeah, you liked uh, no, that movie. No, right. I didn't. But and that so, was that's a one off. Well, that's all Spider Man would be. Yeah, but if there were more of those movies, that I would guarantee I would watch. Okay, give me give me your list of what you think should be nominated for Best Picture. Well, I'm not prepared for that. Well, I mean, but. other movies that you enjoyed this year. How about that? Uh, boy, see, you have me on the spot, and I can't, uh, I can't think that way. Because all it would be is really a one-off anyway. I mean, nobody's talking about any other popular movie besides Spider-Man being nominated for Best Picture. Or can we agree on that? I mean, there's no other movie out there that, that brought in that kind of cash, first of all, that was that popular that anybody's talking about was good enough to even be in the conversation. Yeah, that's true. And so it would only be a one-off. And, I, you know, one could argue there's already some fan service in the Best Picture side of things when you have pictures like Dune in there and things like that. That's the nerdy, you know, people that like comic book movies and movies based on books and nerdy kind of stuff. They do get a little bit of something with Dune. Um, But I do believe, and you didn't see Don't Look Up either, right? No. That's got, you know, the comedy, the mainstream, the stars, the, the, the streaming thing behind it. That's also nominated. So I believe that there's a little bit of fan service in there as well because it's got the star power and it's funny. And so there's all of that involved, but it doesn't really have a chance to win Best Picture either. I guess my point is trying to be, uh, I don't think that if you nominated comic book movies for Oscars, because Black Panther has been nominated before, of course, too. So it's, that wouldn't be the first time any of these things have happened. I don't think it would impact the viewership. I don't think people are going to get off their ass just because a movie is nominated. Because a movie has to have a puncher's chance to win, I think, in order to be talked about. But they're happening this Sunday. They're a truncated performance. They've got three different hosts. It's all happening this weekend if you want to watch the Oscars. But 
uh, I'm guessing that a lot of people won't because again, it's it's more our culture than anything else. I don't think it's the movies that are nominated because people still love celebrity culture. They still love watching the red carpet stuff. All that bleep goes viral. So you know there's an interest in it. And all the winners go viral as well. I just think that nobody wants to sit down for a long form broadcast anymore. And it doesn't matter what you do. That's not going to fix it. We're still going to consume our, you know, media the way we consume it, which is in bits and pieces and on demand, man. That's how we want this stuff done. There's a reason why we put together a podcast every day. It makes it easier for you to consume the morning after if you don't get well, up. Well, we legally can't put the music in. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, yes, either way, it would be rebroadcast for people to listen to on demand, I guess is my point. Whether there's music in it or not. Because that's how people enjoy consuming things these days. On their own terms. And that's exactly why the Oscars are struggling. It's not because it's the length. And it's not even because it's the movies. Although I would argue that uh, they have some issues with some of that stuff. There's no doubt about it. I, I think people would tune in no matter what. If because there are certainly some popular movies that are nominated this year. It's just not comic book movies. And even so, there's still some of that. It's just in the categories so that aren't going to make it, it is the TV. length then that people don't tune in? or I just think it's the way we consume media. I, again, it could be it could be an hour long telecast, and I don't think people would watch it. I don't know. You sit through three hours of a football game, but it's different because that's a live sporting event that can't be changed, and you can't. And if you go back and you watch it on like in clips and stuff, you feel like you've missed something. With the Oscars, none of this stuff is breaking news or impact stuff down the road. It's just something that you can pay attention to whenever. So again, yeah, it's not it's not the length of it at all it's just the way that we consume specifically award shows and pop culture kind of stuff sporting events are different uh that's a different animal altogether but the way we consume our own pop culture is when we want to and on demand because we don't do that with sports yet i do remember for a while they they would also i don't think they're as entertaining as they used to be um you know when billy crystal was the host example or just you know, some of the sketches and things that they would do seem to be you know very entertaining i don't think they've you know, really lived up to that in the last few years well, either. they right? haven't had a host, so they haven't right. done any of that stuff, and yeah, for the last couple of years. But I also think that that our <laughs> our patience for that has waned as well. Like, we're more willing, we were more willing to sit through a Billy Crystal uh, eight-minute musical number where he log-jammed all the best picture, you know, uh, names into songs. That that was, And now we were like, this is eight minutes long? You're kidding me? Uh, so, yeah, I think that's part of it, too. But I'm, I guess they'll do, I bet you they'll do more of that this year. Whether or not it's any good is a question for another time. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll get a story time for Big J. That's happening next on the X-Rock. When it's- Great to get some machine here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Gather around, kids. It's time for a story. Big J, I'm ready. Yeah, and uh, yesterday afternoon we got some unfortunate news and uh, heard that Spencer and company from Ice Night Kills was going to be able to come in to do the X session that we had planned today. And, uh, you know, that was a bummer and I was disappointed because I was really looking forward to talking to him and uh, talking about Ice Night Kills. But uh, the interesting thing that comes out of this, something like that is how um, – how nervous like the the record people are uh, about our reaction uh, and if we're going to be upset and and, right. and and so you know over a long history uh, time with doing these sessions Nick we've learned a couple things and understand a few things and really when you get down to it you know we have a job to do and our job is to promote the concert get you to buy tickets and all of those sort of things and obviously uh, you know a band coming in here to do a session like that or Hailstorm or any other ones we've ever had you know it's a feather in our cap sort of sort of thing and to have a band come in and 
do that. And it's important for the, uh, the I think, the, the look and the prestige of the radio station. There's no doubt about that. But there's one really important element to that that for us is, is, is really the thing. And that is that the show goes on. And not our show, but the show for everybody who wants to go see the, the band play. And it reminded me, Nick, of a session that we had in... in just I was dumbfounded afterwards and it was Drowning Pool and that was Ryan McCombs version of Drowning Pool and he came in here and put on a hell of an X session you know they played two songs and then he played an extra song that was off the air it was just a private one for the people that we had in the session and it was fantastic and so I was very happy and you know I was I'm a big fan of Soil and Ryan and the this time with the Drowning Pool guys and so afterwards you know he's autographing stuff and we're talking and he <laughs> He tells us he goes. He just came from the doctor's office and he he was he was fighting laryngitis. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing here? Right. You know. And it's like, oh, we just didn't want to disappoint the fans and we didn't want to disappoint you guys and radio. I'm like, man, you know, there's nothing more important to. Well, a, you know, I mean, that was a rock star thing to do, and, and we appreciate it. But I'd rather have had him not do that. Maybe come in and sign some autograph stuff and maybe take some pictures instead of risking his voice and going out and you know not having the greatest show for everybody that to us is the really important thing and so those are the things you live with and especially now in this environment that we're in with covid and some of the stuff you just don't know we would much rather have the show go on than risk anything and if not that's why you know right now we're not able to do a lot of meet and greet type of things and get you up and close to the rock stars like we used to because it's just not something that uh, anybody is willing to risk because the shows are really important at this point so you know to us that's what's really uh, the important thing and and yeah it's disappointing but at the same time I was trying to explain I'm like listen we have uh, we have there are more important things and you know this is relationship based stuff we're not upset by this in any means and you know when there was offers hey they could come in and do this and that I'm like yeah why risk it just you know hopefully he uh, feels a little bit better and that the show goes on so you know it's not like he's sick or anything he just his voice is a little strained and that's the reason why so uh, you, that's what's up with that but it just reminded me of that you know that uh session from a drowning pool and i was just dumbfounded about how sick that he had been and came in and did the session anyways yeah i feel like when these things happen uh we we are fairly understanding i mean of course we're disappointed we want we want to have the x sessions but yeah there are things that are more important than that kind of stuff and as long as we have ample notice it's okay it's not the first x session that's been canceled it will not be the last but it also you know kind of took us back about like how worried they were about how we would react, which means there are a lot of radio stations out there that are just <laughs> very jerky, selfish about this kind They're of real stuff. Selfish, and I, I, I yeah. suppose I get that, but we, we, we are in a business that are filled with pretty big egos, and so you know, uh, people that uh, that that think they are better than they are, and have had their their ego kind of blown up over the years, and done some things, and get very disappointed when this stuff happens. And uh, I guess the lesson there too is to also be better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, it's not like, you know, he's saying, I don't ever want to do anything for the X or uh, how dare the X. You know what I mean? It's not like he's insulting us in any way, shape or form. But right. I think people take it that way. They really weird. they really do. It is a very, very strange thing. Um, but, uh, you know, we uh, become a fan of that band here as of late and excited for everybody tonight to see the uh, the three headed monster. We will give you a chance to win tickets to that sold out show coming up a couple times over this morning. Hold tight for that. And Big J. Big J, even though it's a multi-billion dollar business, cell phone companies have a problem. 
And that is not nearly as many people are uh, kind of lining up and getting excited to buy and purchase the new models of their phones when they release them. Still plenty of people doing it, but because the models that they have are working just fine, the feel the need of upgrading doesn't exactly hit us right between the eyes right away. I mean, if you remember back when iPhones were released every year, there would be lines around the block for Apple phones, all that kind of stuff. It's yeah. not that way anymore. There's certainly plenty of diehards that still do that, but not as many as they would like to think. And so that's why you have companies that get in trouble, not necessarily in trouble, but they, you know, they shut off servicing particular phones after a while. They have been accused and found guilty of slowing down your data processing for older phones so that you go, oh man, my, my phone must be crapping out on me. It's time for me to get a new one. That's the whole idea. Well, Apple is thinking about changing things up. Whereas if you want to buy a brand new iPhone or iPad, how about you don't buy it at all? A Bloomberg report Whoa. says Apple is working on a subscription service for their iPhone and other hardware products where basically instead of paying a ridiculous amount of money every month and then you own the phone, you pay a monthly fee similar to what you would pay for a monthly app fee for streaming and it lets you get all the access to all the new Apple things and then you automatically upgrade when a new Apple phone comes out. Uh, and they kind of spread this out over 12 to 24 months where they release a new model, and that's when you get the new one. Now, the fee has not been announced yet. I don't know how much they're talking about it would be for a monthly fee for you to have the most up-to-date technology and never have to worry about, you know, purchasing a thing again or, you know, having to trade in your phone or any of that stuff. But the report also said that Apple had discussed letting people use the subscription service to swap out their devices for new models, and they come out too. So... This could be a new way, a new option for you if you're looking to have the latest and greatest and you don't have to, you know, think about spending, because what, they're like $2,000, $3,000? Yeah, well, not $3,000, but here's the reality like, of it, though, that, you know, um, you'll pay for so long on that um, agreement that you have with your phone carrier for however much, you know, extra to pay so you can have this fancy phone. And then by the time that's paid off, you're like, well, because mine, you know, my, my, mine was a fairly expensive phone uh, and it's been paid off for a while and um, it's still fine. I have no problems with it. Uh, but, you know, you're like at the same time, that's <laughs> it's like paying off a car, man. You're like, oh, man, this car is so paid off. It's so great. And then you're like, oh, but this is so fancy. I want right. a new. And that's how it happens. They, they drag you in and then you start paying again. And I think now because of the phone's quality is so much better that they really haven't had a lot of people going, gosh, I really need to get that new phone, regardless of whether conspiracy theories you want to throw out there about, you know, the, the workings of the phone in general. So this subscription service is a way for them to just keep you buying. Yep. That's exactly what they want. They yeah. want that money coming in and uh, they want you also to keep on trying their new products and continue to get the latest and greatest when they come out and be excited for it. And so this is a way they can do all those things. Now, again, they're a ways away from rolling it out, but a new option could be on the horizon. A fire broke out, Big J, at the Denver Broncos Stadium yesterday. What? It burned a bunch of rows Russell of seats. Wilson's that hot right now. Before firefighters were able to quickly bring it under control, a fourth level of Empower Field at Mile High, just around 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and then spread to the third level. Stadium officials say there was some construction happening near the East Club Lounge and not sure exactly what caused it. About 100 people were attending an event on the second level, but nobody was injured, thank goodness. Um, but yes, uh, who knows if this is Russell, but maybe, you know, you've often said that you feel like maybe he's uh, sold his soul to the devil uh, yeah. to be a good quarterback. So maybe this is him no, coming I've for his collection. Never said that at all. You've hated Russell Wilson for years. Because he's a Seattle Seahawk. Now, now you're okay I'm, with him? Oh, yeah. 
He seems like a great guy. He's a great ambassador for Alaska Airlines. Not sure if that's going to continue or not, but hey. That's a good question. Uh, no, I got no problems with Russell Wilson at all. But they expect it to be just fine. Just some cosmetic damage for the most part, but it should be an expensive fix still. Hailstorm dipping their toe into the graphic novel world. They will release a graphic novel this Halloween celebrating the 10th anniversary of their very first EP, Hello, It's Ms. Hyde. And then the subsequent album that came after it, technically their second one, which is called The Strange Case Of. The graphic novel is called Hyde Manor, and it apparently depicts the members of Hailstorm encountering sinister doppelgangers of themselves. Big J, look out! If you want to see some of the artwork and a little bit of an advanced uh, checkout on things, Lizzie Hale has shared the news on her social media along with some pictures of the graphic novel in advance, but just the latest of the rock bands getting into the graphic novel world, man. But these things become collector's editions. They sell them at shows. They autograph them. It's a pretty cool thing. So if you're into that kind of stuff and collecting it, then get ready, because come Halloween, Hailstrom's going to have one of their very own. Point three, the X rocks. Clearwater, Florida is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story. Uh-oh. You ever heard of Sam Ash music, Big J? No. Uh, it's not, there's not like a nationwide competitor to Guitar Center, but if you were on the eastern part of the United States, Sam Ash is a pretty solid competitor. It's a big music store that has a bunch of locations up and down the east coast. Um, and, you know, they sell music equipment, anything you need there, kind of band stuff, music making stuff, recording stuff, all that kind of stuff there. Uh, and they had just opened up a brand new store in Clearwater, which was a fairly big deal because it was a former restaurant that had a big, large open banquet hall and so what they did was they turned this into one of the largest music stores in the country and it had a bunch of gear and a bunch of stuff in it and a gentleman in Clearwater said you know what it just opened up this is a great opportunity for me to break in and steal a bunch of stuff right yeah they won't have security set up yet that's what that's what he was thinking so around 4 45 in the morning he attempted by uh going in through the ceiling there Always was going through the ceiling there was a window near the roof, and then he had to walk a perimeter ledge around the building once he was inside and thought he was going to lower himself down. Uh, that did not go as planned, because as he was walking around the perimeter ledge once he got inside the building, he then lost his balance and fell three stories in the store, striking a uh, lighting fixture on the way down and then landing on a guitar display. So could not have felt good. Ouch could not have felt good uh and then i don't know how long he was out it doesn't say but apparently after he got up from the guitar display he was able to get up so there's that he grabbed a guitar amp and then threw it through the glass doors so that he could escape and he got in his car and drove off now as you're guessing a three-story fall is pretty significant man and, uh, and I don't know what happened, but there was blood involved. Oh, jeez. And also, there were already security cameras up. So they have this whole thing on camera. But uh, you can thank the blood that this gentleman left behind because police were able to use that to match his DNA to stuff in the system and figure out who the robber was fairly quickly without having to do the usual stuff of, like, you know, releasing footage of him on camera to try to get somebody to rat him out. Yes, yeah, it's like uh, NCIS. Yeah. He left TV a trail show. of blood behind. We got the DNA. And Let's he's got it. the DNA. Yeah. Let's get it to the uh, the mass spec thing that, that tells us who it is. So they have the DNA evidence, and then they matched it up with five different cameras of surveillance, which showed a vehicle driving around, the gentleman exiting the vehicle, and then, of course, him breaking into the building as well, and then falling. All of it's on camera. That's what they call a slam dunk. Right. 
And so a reminder to everybody that not every break-in is as easy as it seems. Also, if your break-in plans, including having to scale three stories one way without having to, any kind of equipment to do so, it, it probably won't work out well. Uh, so <laughs> he is facing a bunch of charts. He's like Ethan Hunt, man. Got to come in from the top. <laughs> and he didn't get away with anything either. He didn't take any equipment. He caused a lot of damage, but didn't take any equipment. Probably because he broke something and wasn't able to carry it out, if I had to guess. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Brent Smith of Shinedown next on the X-Rock. That is Shinedown. That is Sound of Madness here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. One week from tomorrow, that band will be in town along with The Pretty Reckless and Diamante at Extra Mile Arena. Tickets are available now at xrock.com. And we are lucky enough to have a really good relationship with the guys in Shinedown. So it is really cool to welcome onto the show. In advance of that concert next week, the lead singer of Shinedown, his name is Brent Smith. Brent, thank you very much for joining us. We always want to talk about some cool things happening in the band, but for First things first, next week, Friday to be specific, you guys are kicking off the tour in Spokane and then you hit here on Saturday. So what is this week like? Is it relax mode? Is that what we're doing right now? No, no, there's been no relaxing this entire year so far. But this particular stage show is about nine months of work. You know, what we're getting ready to present to everybody is hands down the biggest production that we've put together. But it's also not something that we wanted to get uncomfortable with this stage. And why I say that was instead of just a traditional like 60 by 40, you go into an event, you see the stage and it's like, okay, there's everybody on stage. This stage has kind of been turned the other way. So the thrust goes out way into the audience. So there's a lot more dynamic with uh, how we've housed this particular production. We think that people are gonna be blown away by it. I know we're blown away by it. It took a lot of work to make it happen. And you know the buildings have been really, really cool with us about it because it's not a traditional setup. So uh, we're really excited about the show. Well, we we are lucky enough to have seen Shinedown come through Boise plenty of times. We know you don't mess around when it comes to your live show. So when you say you've got something special planned, we're pretty sure you are going to live up to that word. So we are excited to see you uh, coming up next Saturday. And, and of course, let's talk a little bit about Planet Zero, which is the album that comes out uh, next month as well on the 22nd. Yeah. I know you're getting ready to release an album, but that means that the lead up to it was probably still kind of in the middle of all the pandemic and mess stuff was uh, putting the album together any different for you guys well the interesting thing about that was you know if i go all the way back to 2020 when the pandemic occurred you know one of the very first things that we did was partnered with an incredible organization uh by the name of direct relief we raised a half a million dollars for covid19 response we're still very very close with that organization because they're amazing i know that you gentlemen and you guys and girls helped out tremendously with the atlas falls campaign for that so thank you you know we we got to to south carolina in the summer of 2020, started talking about what kind of a record we were gonna make and how that was gonna happen. And we began recording in 2020, that moved into 2021. We continued the recording and the writing process for that. Last year, Shinedown, we made good on some postponed dates and some uh, more bigger shows. We went out in the middle of the summer last year, did eight shows, took a two week break, did five weeks on the road, um last year and then moving into the beginning of this year we just kept moving right along uh we we didn't really go inside you know myself and zach we were supporting also too the smith and myers project right. the double album and we were touring on that as well 
we've been not quote unquote maybe business as usual, but we've adapted and we've maneuvered and we've just kind of learned how to um, navigate this pandemic uh, throughout the last two and a half years. You know, we're doing everything in our power to make sure everyone's safe. But at the end of the day, man, uh, we're rock and roll to the bone and it's time to go to work. Yeah, and uh, the album already off to a great start because Planet Zero, your 18th number one single, Planet Zero. Yeah. I mean, talk about that for just a second. 18, I mean, that's a gigantic number. Had you Could you have ever dreamed that when you were just getting started? No, and I, I have to say this really upfront about that also. We have often said this many times because it's true. In Shinedown, we only have one boss. It just happens to be everybody in the audience, and it's the audience and it's people like yourselves that have been there for us from day one especially with terrestrial radio um you've always supported us and you've always been there but a lot of that has to do with the fan base and allowing us to evolve as musicians we try to not make the same record over and over again we do our best to not write the same song twice and you know we put everything that we have into this album and you know we listened to everybody before we picked what the first single was going to be for this for this album um we know that people wanted you know a lot of confidence they wanted a real solidified banger and they wanted us to to light them up and i think that that's exactly what the song planet zero is doing it's obviously reacting with people you know it's crazy that that song is actually the 28th single that we've released as a band and that in and of itself is nuts but yeah to have you know 18 number ones we don't take it lightly man we're very humbled by it certainly a testament to you and your bandmates for sure and the quality of product that you guys put out we've had a chance to, to catch up with all the members of shinedown uh one of my favorite stories we ever had we were talking to eric i think out at rock on the range and he was telling us one of the things that you did i think when you were preparing for amaryllis was you you challenged yourself uh not to repeat a lyric more than twice in in any particular song uh, I like that you add these particular challenges and hurdles <laughs> to make things more difficult for yourself did you do anything this time around with Planet Zero in that realm well the funny thing was this record that's getting ready to be released on April 22nd you know we wrote about roughly 30 songs and we don't really demo anything anymore I mean one of the other elements about the pandemic that uh, kind of forced us to do something um, in regards to the recording aspect was at the beginning of the pandemic, we didn't know when we were going to be able to go back into a studio. I was calling studios just to see, hey, when do you think you'll allow people in? And they were like, Brent, we just don't know. So we took 18 weeks and built a studio from the ground up on Eric's property. That's how we were able to record this record. So that was a major challenge, uh, <laughs> building a studio and then kind of turning the other mechanism on. One element was we had the idea that we thought the first record was going to be, we were going to do this thing where no song was more than two minutes and 30 seconds long. <laughs> so that only, that only lasted for like a couple of songs. Uh, then we realized that was really hard to do. Um, yeah, the, the funny thing is, is that we have another record after Planet Zero, actually, right now also. We don't know exactly when that's going to be released and how we're putting things together. It's so funny because in this day and age with how fast people consume music and when an album comes out, it's kind of like the day the record comes out, people go, so your record just came out. Are you working on anything new? <laughs> right, right. It's, it's always that mentality. So we were just kind of of the mindset of, 
let's just go ahead and have another record ready to go even before this one comes out. There's no rules anymore, I guess is what I'm saying. Gotcha. Well, I want to marinate in Planet Zero for a while then, so I'll be looking forward to that in April 22nd. And then uh, coming up here next Saturday, Brent, it's going to be bonkers at Extra Mile Arena. Can't wait to see you again. Hell yeah, man. We've been waiting a long, long time. We are super excited to be bringing Diamante and the Pretty Reckless with us. Uh, The band's been trying to work with these two ladies for a while, so it just made a whole lot of sense, and we were able to plan it together. We're just super jazzed about the tour and very excited to be in Boise soon. Yeah, and you guys just announced a whole nother leg with Jelly Roll, and you know, you're going to be road-dogging it for a while, man. So so safe travels. Thanks for carving out some time for us, and and we'll see you soon, sir. All right? Much appreciated, guys. Thanks. Morning After with Nick and Big J. They're really starting to find a sweet spot with coffee, Big J. As they wrapped up another 10-year study on it and shows that, sure enough, if you drink some coffee, you're going to lower your risk of heart disease and any other heart disease-related issues by 10 to 15%. But you got to find the sweet spot. Anything more than this, it uh, it takes away the advantages of it, and it just becomes another, you know, habit that you have. But two to three cups of coffee a day, that's where you want to be, according to this 10-year study. And oh, by the way, it wasn't a small one. 383,000 men and women Holy geez. were part of this analysis. And again, over 10 years. So, jeez, oh, Nick, this is not this is not one of those uh, we talked to two guys after a week and found out kind of studies. But because it's an observational study, the direct cause and effect is not exactly standard. But there does appear to be a connection with this particular 2 to 3 cups a day of coffee and lowering your risk of any heart-related issues, which is a very good thing, of course. Keeping me alive. Think about that. But are you over three a day? Uh, nah. I mean, I, I tried. Right. It, it does. It depends. Some days, yes. Some days, no. Yeah, but I, I've been trying to cut back just a little bit. That's good. So yeah, if you can keep yourself in that two to three cup a day realm, you're rocking and rolling, baby. So something to shoot for. Gonzaga is out. Arizona out. Both of those number one seeds after the first half of the Sweet 16 games were played last night in the men's NCAA basketball tournament. It was number four, Arkansas, that upended Gonzaga, 74-68. And then Arizona was beaten by Houston, who went to the Final Four last year, don't forget, Mm -hmm. but lost two of their best players, which is why they were coming in as a number five seed. But still, they're pounding their way through this tournament, 72-60, the final score there. And then a couple of two seeds moved on. Villanova advanced past Michigan, and Duke beat number three, Texas Tech, the other half of the Sweet 16 games played tonight, along with the first four Sweet 16 games in the women's bracket. On the professional side of the court, the Phoenix Suns clinched the top seed in the NBA playoffs in the Western Conference last night. They got a 140-130 win over the Denver Nuggets. Chris Paul returned to the lineup. He had a broken wrist that kept him out since the All-Star break, and Devin Booker had 49 points and 10 assists. Phoenix currently has a 60-14 and record, and they are going to be the number one seed yet again in the playoffs as they were the Western Conference, of course, representative last year in the finals. And they picked up right where they left off. This team is very, very good and should be very considered very dangerous heading into the playoffs. We'll see if they can pull it off yet again. Big J, Sandra Bullock has a new movie coming out this weekend along with Channing Tatum that is a remake of Romancing the Stone. No, it's not. It pretty much is, though. I mean, at least from I'm judging from the uh, the trailer. I saw the trailer. I didn't think Romancing the Stone. You didn't get the Romancing the Stone vibes? No. What did you get? Um, I got, it looks like a, an adventure, like a quest. Yeah, like Romancing the Stone. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Sandra Bullock uh, is famously not on any social media. 
and uh, she's finally owning up as to why. And the reason that she gave is because she was in the 1995 film The Net. She played a computer programmer that tries to keep hackers from wiping out her identity as she unmasks a government conspiracy, and that kind of made her very fearful of the internet and all things the internet. So she tries to stay off of social media and the internet in general yeah, good for her. as much as possible. Uh, which is, you know, interesting that she got that from the net because I, ha- have you revisited it at all? It's been a long time. Man, it does not hold up. I mean, it's funny in a way that it doesn't hold up. It was good at the time, but, you know, what they describe as the internet in 1995 is is very different than even what it was then and what ha- it has become. So it's hard for tech thrillers in the early 90s to hold up. But uh, so it's it's almost an impossible task. But it is funny to see what they thought the internet would become. Uh, but it, it's understandable why she wants to stay the hell away from it, and probably a smart move that she's off of social media. Agree or disagree? Yeah. If anybody that can do that, it's a good thing that you do. Uh, but uh, if you get a chance, go back and see how they ordered pizza on the net. It's fun. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. <laughs> with Nick and Big J. Sold out show tonight at the Rev Center. Three awesome bands, Motionless and White, Black Veil Brides, and Ice Nine Kills, all three playing headlining sets. Motionless and White closing it out tonight. We'll get you set up with these tickets for free if you can beat me in pop culture set Macdown and you pick them up by 4 o'clock. Yep, that's the uh, that's the hurdle you got to jump through. Office is closed by 4 today. Uh, plenty of people want to go to the show. We don't want them to go to waste, so make sure that fits in your schedule. If it does, 208-287-1003 is the phone number you need to call if you'd like to play Pop Culture Smackdown for these tickets. How are you feeling, Big J? Oh, good. All right, let's see how oh, we great. can let's pull see. it off. Hello, The X. Good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Thomas. All right, Thomas, you're up first. Thomas, who was the voice of Bud Lightyear in the original toy, Buzz Lightyear in the original Toy Story movies? Uh, Tim Allen. That is correct. Right. Good, Jay, who will be voicing a Buzz Lightyear in the new Pixar film Lightyear? The origin story. Superstar. Superstar. I, I, I should know this. Yeah, we've actually talked about it. <laughs> yes, that. I know, that's why. Um... Let's go, uh, let's go with Channing Tatum. Wrong. No, no. But, uh, what if I said he was a Marvel superhero as well? Oh, Chris Pratt? Wrong. Chris Hemsworth? Wrong. uh, Chris Evans? Right. Got it on the fourth (laughs) try. One of the Chris's, damn it! Chris Evans will be the voice of Lightyear in the new movie. Lightyear by Pixar. Well, Thomas, is that easy, buddy? Hang on one second. We'll make sure you're all set for the sold-out show tonight. Enjoy Motionless and White, Black Veil Brides, and Ice Nine Kills. One more chance to win those tickets before we call it a show. Uh, we will also talk a little bit about the lounge at the end of the universe. That's happening next on the X-Rock. That's Allison Chains. It's down the hole here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. We keep telling you there's always something going on at the lounge at the end of the universe. And, of course... That's when they gear it down for Tree 4, which makes a little bit of sense. But still, <laughs> there's some really cool things coming up that you need to be aware of and some things going on that are happening. So it is an awesome honor and privilege to welcome back into the show Sarah Raffella from The Lounge, who does a bunch of stuff over there, not just involved in like the scheduling and making sure everything goes off as planned, but you also perform a whole bunch over there. So thanks for coming in. Why don't you give us an idea as to what's coming up that we can put on our calendar? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Uh, so tonight we have the... The Things and Company Improv Show. 
as well as the Octopus Challenge. So that starts at 8. Um, we have Moondex Comedy Special, which I'm really excited about. I'll get to be on that one. That's April 1st and 2nd uh, at 8 p.m. And then following his show on the 2nd is my body positive strip comedy show, Stand Up Strip Down. Then we have uh, Ed Hill. That's uh, going to be April 8th and 9th. Gabriel Rutledge, April 16th, or yeah, 15th and 16th. And then I will also be featuring for Rebecca Rush on April 22nd and 23rd. Uh, and then we actually also have the Moody Jews coming in to play live next week on Wednesday night for Lindy Hop. And that starts at 8. Pretty awesome. It's it's a lot of stuff going on. There's there's comedy, there's music, there's all sorts of cool stuff. And we talked to Jen when she came in for the very first stand-up strip down, and we asked her about it, and she's like, well, it's really Sarah's baby. So we get a chance <laughs> to ask you about it a little bit. What made you decide to come up with this and start it as a monthly feature over there? So it was actually inspired by um, a show in Chicago uh, called Strip Joker, and I just really <laughs> loved the idea of having a a body positive show. I mean, I've, I've struggled with eating disorders and body dysmorphia my whole life and uh, have really just been working on trying to, you know, stop that not only myself, but help others kind of get through it. And it, it was one of the most amazing shows I have ever put on. My staff ended up stripping down to serve. <laughs> I had audience members coming up saying they wanted to participate. I was like, oh, this is an interactive show now. <laughs> All right. That's very cool. I mean, and, and you know, the other part that, that we liked about it, at least from what we heard afterwards, was it's all about your personal comfort level when it comes into doing that kind of stuff. And that's an important message to have as part of the show as well, I imagine, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I don't ever want <clears throat> anybody to feel uncomfortable in their own skin so if you get on stage and you you know want to wear a swimsuit or something like that in a t-shirt that's fine too it's not about getting fully naked if you're not comfortable with that it's whatever you feel comfortable in your body in basically and, and of yeah. course the state laws allow well, I mean, it is it is an artistic performance. Yeah, okay, that and, makes sense. Yeah, makes so sense. it's protected, but yeah, we don't do like obviously full nudity Correct. or anything like that. Yeah. But. but I mean, it, it, it's a great message, and of course, you also get to do what you're passionate about, which is comedy too, while you're at it. And so, uh, I do like that you have involved the other comics that are on the bill that night in the show if they want to be a part of it. So the bill also always changes, which is, means you get to see somebody different every time you go, which is cool. Absolutely, absolutely. And I feel like it's a you know, it's an honor and a privilege really to get that opportunity through the lounge and I'm very, very grateful for it. Uh, and then to also be able to give other local comedians the opportunity to perform with, you know, somebody who's a little bit more well known. So Pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, fantastic. If you want information about any of these shows and to grab tickets, loungeboise.com is the website. That's where you can go to grab them. And we certainly suggest that you do because they do become very popular. And you had mentioned uh, another thing that's happening coming up next weekend is the recording of a comedy special, which you also brought in as uh, your, your kind of co-host this morning. Uh, Moondeck is here. Good morning, man. How are you, dude? Good. How are y'all doing? Thank We're you good. for having me. We're good. Congratulations, man, on uh, on putting together a special. Is this your first nice. time doing this, or have yeah. you filmed stuff before? Yeah, this will be the first time I have like a, a special filmed. Um, see, what happened was is uh, you know I had all these problems in my life, and so I just wasn't dealing with them, and I was just getting like blackout drunk every day. <laughs> okay. And then Sarah and Jen and all the people at the lounge were like, he needs something to do. I can't watch this anymore. <laughs> and so now this is happening. Awesome. 
So yeah. Cool. Congratulations. I, Thanks. Yeah. I found the root of one of your problems that keeps uh-huh. you blackout drunk. You're a Lakers fan. Yeah. Oh, I am a Lakers fan. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're having a rough season, but, you know, we won a championship pretty recently. It's true. As did your Bucks. <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. right. The last two champions. So, yeah, it feels good. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, you're having a rough go. But I think you'll be okay in the long run. That's okay. They have, like, one player under the age of 35. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> it's, they had a good run. I'm it fine is. with it. <laughs> you know, if you don't wear the hat when they're losing, you don't deserve to wear the hat when they're I, winning. And I appreciate you for that. Always I, fly your flag. That's what we say. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I love learning about the behind-the-scenes stuff of of the mm-hmm. comedic mind, and you've been doing this for a while. I know that mm-hmm. much. You're certainly a well-known name here in the Treasure Valley. How does one know, quote-unquote, when you have enough for a special? Does Do you, or are you just kind of going by the seat of your pants and hoping? Or? <laughs> um, I mean, I don't really plan it. Like, I have jokes or whatever, but... <laughs> I, you know, like, a long time ago I realized that if I try to plan it, it's not going to go that way anyway. So what am I doing, like, trying to think of what I'm going to say ahead of time? So I'm just going to, like, go up there. <laughs> uh, whatever happens is what happens. I don't know. I love Do it. I need material? No, nah, man. Because the whole thing is really just a ruse so that, like, I distract people. And then while I'm up there, all my opening acts go out and they steal all the ashtray change out of your cars that are unattended. And that's really the point of the show. So it doesn't matter what I say up there. That's not why we're doing this. No. We're doing this for precious ashtray it's a, change. It's a heist. Yeah. <laughs> Spread the love. It's good. Yeah, low stakes cons. That's what uh, I'm all about. Live comedy tapings are a lot of fun to be a part of in the audience. If you haven't mm-hmm. had a chance, going next weekend would be a lot mm-hmm. of fun for you to be a part of that. But I also know that the idea is for people to get their hands on it once it's over. So where uh-huh. will people be able to access the special once you've got it produced and oh, put together? Oh, man. The, I, <laughs> allegedly, it's going to be on Amazon Prime. Okay. But I feel like... <laughs> I feel like I can't say that for sure until certain people see it and they're like, oh, okay, no, this is appropriate enough, I guess. Okay. Because <laughs> they might be like, we can't put this on here. It's like, you can't? Because you seem like one of the most evil corporations on the planet. You really can't let me say that? Okay. All right, well... <laughs> <laughs> You're off you can... to a good start with the yeah. Amazon yeah. relationship. Yeah. I, like... I think they're they're gonna love me. They're not gonna listen to this. <laughs> No, Other you're right. Than that, you can find it on YouTube. You can find it on what Pirates Bay, I think, is where you'll be able to get it. Is that still a thing? I was going to say LimeWire. LimeWire. Yeah. 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 Comes with a free virus. Yeah. Ruin your parents' computer. <laughs> well, and if you are a fan of this stuff, I know that, that Jen and Lounge are trying really hard to incorporate a lot more video and a lot more live yeah. events and being able to kind of check this stuff out streaming as it's happening, too, so mm-hmm. you can be there live virtually, which is probably a cr- pretty cool thing to be on the ground floor of. Mm. Yeah, oh, it's great. I, I'm very thankful that uh, <laughs> that they're amused by my drunkenness enough to like, hey, why don't you come be drunk over here at these people for a minute at, you know. <laughs> that's, I'm very thankful for that. I think it's going to be really, really awesome. If people uh, want to find you on socials to, to kind of get an idea as to where you're going mm-hmm. and where you're going to be, what's the best place to find you, sir? Um, you can find me on Instagram. It's my name, Moondeck underscore comedy. My name's spelled M-U-N-D-E-K. Uh, underscore comedy. That's Instagram. Um, or you can find me on Facebook. It's Moondeck Clement Stein. Uh, but I don't advertise properly. Like, they tell me to advertise, and I'm like, okay, so I'll post, like, I have a show coming up. If you can figure out on your own when and where it is and how much tickets are. I don't buy tickets, so I don't know how much the tickets are. You figure it out, and if you can, I'll see you there. And then Sarah or Jen or somebody from the lounge 
or Coral will post in the comments like, he's going to be here. <laughs> so always check the comments. Yeah. <laughs> always check the comments. And then I'm like, thank you for continuing to enable this behavior. <laughs> It's not going to change because of that. Thank you. I appreciate your comedy scavenger hunt. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. It's really nice. Yeah, if I make it hard for people, then, you know, the ones that I don't want to find me won't be able to. Right. So don't pretend like you're not a genius. <laughs> yeah. It's Thank like you. we've earned Mastermind. it. If we we yeah. Mastermind. Mastermind. Yeah. Yeah. And Sarah, we want to give you some love as well. What's the best place to find you on the socials that people want to follow? Uh, on Instagram, at Sarah Rafi, S-A-R-A-R-A-F-F-E, or um, Sarah Rafaela on Facebook. Beautiful. So check it out for yourself. If you want to check out the uh, the, the comedy taping with Moondeck again, it is next weekend. Uh, are you taping both shows and picking a winner? Or... Uh, um, we're yeah, we're gonna tape both shows. Beautiful. I don't know how they're gonna they're gonna do it. I'm gonna let them decide. I'm just gonna go up there and you know yell about the government. Love it, love it. That's do jello like shots or whatever yeah. we have there. They're and... both gonna be perfect. So <laughs> don't worry about it. The stand up strip down as well is next weekend, and uh, that is next Saturday, correct? At nine? Yeah, Saturday Beautiful. at nine. So uh, you can go to loungeboise.com and check it out for tickets. Go there and grab there, or again, uh, check out the comment section of Moondex Post. You'll find the links there as well. I understand. Uh, thank you guys very much for coming in. We appreciate it. Good to meet you guys. Nice to see you thank again, Sarah. You. Thank Morning you. after with Nick and Big J. We should probably yeah. Take one final look at traffic here. It's brought to you by Tate's Rents. What's up, Stephanie? It's steady on eastbound I-84 between Nampa and Boise. The it's time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by T-Moz and the pre-owned Superstore. Oh, 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 goodness gracious. The $5 car sale is going on right now at the old Kmart in Nampa. It goes on through Sunday. So if you want to take advantage and grab a vehicle for $5 down, every single vehicle out at the old Kmart in Nampa right now is able to get in that way and you can make no payments till july and comes with a one thousand dollar costco gas card too so hey cool things are happening big j is going to be broadcasting live tomorrow two to four swing on by and buy yourself a vehicle and look cooler when you leave the lot from the old kmart headlines are as follows big j creepy never leave a man behind and arm yourself never leave a man behind there was an elementary school field trip from Alabama that went to the Nashville Zoo, Big J. That sounds like a lot of fun, man. I never left the state as part of my field trips when I was in elementary school, that's for sure. But things went awry when they accidentally left a student behind in Nashville when they left the field trip uh, back to Alabama. Apparently, uh, one student became separated from the group at the zoo, and basically the child found a zoo employee at a restaurant in the early afternoon and said, hey, listen, uh, I got separated from my group, and now I can't find anybody. I think the bus left without me. And sure enough, it did. Oh, they missed the bus. Started as one, our lost child protocol, and they figured out where the student was from. And of course, now I'm guessing the lawsuits start coming. Because, like, you got to do a head count, man, before you leave. You understand? I understand, Like, yeah. that has to be done if you are on a field trip. You have to make sure you have everybody that you came with, especially elementary school, man. These are little kids. Yeah. It's not like high school kids wandering around Nashville. The good news is zoo officials were able to contact somebody and reunite the child with his parents, but obviously the parents are fairly upset. And I'm guessing this is just the beginning of whatever battle they're about to unleash. But, yeah, do a head... Guys... Buddy system, head counted up in elementary school field trips. Friendly reminder. Creepy or arm yourself? Arm yourself. Hotels in Venice, Italy are starting to provide guests with towels, a nice little robe for their stay, and also water guns because they want to make sure that they are aggressive against seagulls. Uh, and water guns appear to be the trick. 
The AVA, which is the Hotelers Association for the City of Venice, said gas are given orange water guns to help them ward off the city seagulls who have become more and more aggressive over the last couple of weeks. Damn. They will go after food or really anything else they see as edible, and sometimes that means people's hair and all sorts of stuff. And according to the hotels, they really work. They're colored orange, and that's a color that the birds don't like, so they stay away from usually already. But if they get close enough, you squirt them with a squirt gun, and off they go. And sound effect, dude. The birds are already learning to avoid anybody brandishing a water gun, so lesson learned, man. Nobody likes it. Animals and water guns. Gotta be careful, right? That's one way to teach them. But also probably be pretty weird if you weren't expecting that. You're like thinking a nice romantic vacation in Venice and... Then they're like, here's your key, here's your water gun, what? Here's your super soaker and your key. Wi-Fi password is squirt. (laughs) Let's go with creepy to wrap things up. Can I interest you in a haunted ventriloquist doll, Big J? (laughs) Chucky. (laughs) Right? Well, Chucky wasn't a ventriloquist doll, just a regular old doll. This one actually has, like, moving parts. And apparently, uh, Scottish man Gregor Stewart is very upset with this purchase. He was looking for a very specific ventriloquist doll, found one in California. The seller was really eager to sell it to him and super cheap. And he was like, I wonder why that is. It's been so hard for me to get a hold of one of these. And now he knows why. He claims the doll opens and closes his own mouth, doesn't make any noises, but he's seen the eyes and the mouths move without anybody near it. Damn. He has named the doll Uncle Herb. And he thinks that his mouth closes by itself when he's happy. And he knows this because they attached the doll to a spirit box, and apparently it is haunted. And that's how they came to the conclusion of it. So this is some real horror show bleep that's going on in this guy's life. Damn. But I imagine him being Scottish and all probably sounds hilarious when he gets upset. Do you want to do your Scottish accent? No. Yes. Yes, I do. It turns into Sean Connery. Okay. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. Bad impressions are next on The X Rocks. The X. Yeah, and uh, let's see. Bad impressions here this morning brought to you by, by Treasure Valley Subaru. Easy in, easy out location next to Ido Center exit off the freeway. And uh, we've got sold out tickets tonight. The show at the Rev Center. Motionless and White Black Veil Brides and Ice Nine Kills. That'll do. Uh, here and uh, you can win these if you can figure out bad impressions. Pick them up by four o'clock and bam, you're like you're almost rich, really. Yeah. Last pair of tickets you got for this show tonight, which is sold out. So if you want to go, now would be the time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003. That is our phone number. And Big J's got bad impressions, which works like this: three clues about somebody famous. Figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less. And look at you, man, going to the show tonight, having fun like a real person. Oh, not that person, of course. Hello, the X. Good morning. Good morning to you, sir. What's your name? Brandon. All right, you're up first, man. Good luck. I think Taron Egerton did fantastic playing me in Rocket Man. Elton John? Yeah, there you go. Jesus. Good job, man. Hang on one second. <laughs> we'll hook you up with those tickets for tonight. Rare yeah. is the case where Elton John can get you motionless and white tickets, but here we are. What were clues two and three? World, right? uh, I played myself wonderfully in Kingsman 2, the Golden Circle, and better put a sir in front of my name. I earned it. And yeah. Go ahead. Today is uh, Sir Elton John's birthday, Nick. How old do you think uh, the man is? I mean, he's got to be in his 80s, right? 80? No. No? 80, 79. 75. 75. So 75. And I know you haven't seen it, but I'm telling you right now, his cameo, appear- and it's not just a cameo, it's a role in uh, Kingsman 2, the Golden Circle, playing himself, is one of the best 
roles of somebody playing themselves in a movie ever. Just for that, you have to see it. Uh, I, I feel bad because, like, I watched the first Kingsman and liked it very much. Skipped over the second and then right went right to Kingsman, which I thought was not yes, very good. Yes, and I'm telling you, I told you that the you Kingsman did. was bad. Uh, the Kingsman 2 is not bad. Okay. Uh, and I believe you. I believe you. Everybody I've heard said really good. Pa- Pedro Pascal's in that too, right? Pedro is in it. And then, um, oh, now I'm forgetting his name. He's fantastic in it as well. Damn, I can't think of his, I uh, can't remember his name, but it'll come to me at some point. Uh, probably well after the show is completed. Morning After with oh, Nick and... Dare and I, you! Well, I haven't seen it. I can't help you. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> And a special thanks for Brent Smith to joining us on the show this morning. That was pretty awesome. If you missed any of it, you can check out the Morning After podcast, available wherever podcasts are featured, as well as you can check it out on xrock.com and you know Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. It's there. Just search uh, The Morning After or Nick and Big J. You will find it, and it is free to download, and it's there every single day after the show. Plus, if you want the full-on uh, video interview that we did with Brent, you can check out the X's socials later on today. That's where you find it. Oh, it's up now? Yeah. Rock and roll. Uh, Plus, special thank you to Moondeck and Sarah for popping by from Lounge at the End of the Universe. They're both going to be featured next weekend out there, so make sure you're a part of the fun and be part of the uh, beautiful uh, kind of taping of the special that they're doing for Moondeck, which is pretty cool. And uh, we appreciate them popping by as well. And that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, looks like uh, I need to head over there to Denmark, Nick. What's in Denmark? Because uh, the uh, the Faroe Islands, uh, they just uh, they they've dedicated a gravestone to James Bond. <laughs> Wait, is it? well, I mean, you know, spoiler alert. Oh no, I haven't seen it yet. Listen, that's your fault. No, it's the not. The movie came out months ago. It's been available. Uh, it's not you streaming anywhere. It. You can rent it. Oh, that costs money. I already paid it's enough money for your It's on my voodoo. I don't have access. Yes, you to that. do. I mean, you say that, but it's not like I have it on my TV. Well, that's your fault. Either way, uh, you can go visit that. I'm making uh, plans now. Man. Well, I guess I don't have to see it now. I know how you. it ends. That's your fault. Uh, I don't see. I disagree. Unless it's like available readily. It's been readily months. For... It's been months. No, no, no. It really hasn't, first of yeah, all. Yeah, it really has. I mean, it the... came out in November. The... Okay, that's you're right. It's been months. But it's not streaming anywhere for like free. <laughs> okay, well, all right, cheapskate Magoo. I pay for those streaming services. It's not well, totally rent free. Rent a damn movie. No, I don't rent you movies. You disgust me. You told me that that was a dumb thing listen, to do. You don't deserve to see the movie, so screw you. Listen, I guarantee you, you didn't just ruin it for me. Uh, but uh, those people also don't deserve to see it. Sorry, everybody. I guess James Bond dies. How about we thank Beacon Plumbing for bringing you your next set of X-Rock for tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, and toilets that won't flush? Stop freaking and call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing Heating and Mechanical is your trusted plumbing source online at beaconplumbing.com. That's going to do it for the show. Don't forget to go see Big J on Saturday, 2 to 4, at the T-Mazda $5 car sale in Nampa. He'll be out there broadcasting live at the old Kmart. Make it a part of your weekend plans. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's the X-Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.